The Bible says that he who knew no sin was made to be sin for us, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. It's such an amazing thing. And what I like is when you watch these kids, they really believed what they were singing, didn't they? They really believed it. And sometimes we think that, well, they're just kids. They're going to believe in the Easter Bunny. They're going to believe in Santa Claus. And like we said last night, they're going to believe mom's hair is really that color. But, you know, our children know the difference. They understand the difference between the Lord Jesus Christ and the myths. Because Jesus Christ is real. He really did come and enter into time and space. He really did take on flesh and bones He really did come and live a sinless life and die on that cross. And listen to what he said. He was with some of his disciples, and it says this, At the same time came the disciples unto Jesus, saying, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Now, that sounds like a grown-up question, isn't it? Do I get the corner office or what? I want to know who's going to be the greatest when Jesus Christ comes to establish his kingdom. Listen to what Jesus said. And Jesus called a little child unto him and set him in the midst of them and said, Verily I say unto you, except ye be converted and become as little children, ye shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Whosoever therefore shall humble himself as this little child, the same is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. During the story, Tommy, and that's my son Jacob, he got down on his knees And he humbled himself and asked Jesus Christ to forgive him of his sins and be his savior. He he didn't ask God to bring him some religion. He asked him to be his savior. That's the great gift exchange. That's what it's about. When the Bible says that he who knew no sin was made to be sin for us, what happened on that cross was Jesus Christ, he's completely clean. He's just completely clean. I'm so covered up in sin, you can't even see me. On the cross, what happened was he who knew no sin was made to be sin for us, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. So what really happened was on the cross, God treated Jesus the way I deserve to be treated so that he could treat me the way Jesus Christ deserves to be treated. We get to go to heaven. We have the opportunity to have eternal life and know that we have eternal life. The Bible says it this way, and this is the record that God has given to us eternal life and this life is in His Son. That's what happened at Christmas. That Son came. And see, here's the thing. Every Christian believes that. Isn't that right? Every Christian believes that Jesus Christ came and was born of a virgin at Christmas. But the difference is, the difference between what some believe and what the Bible says is why he came. He came to pay not for some of our sin. He paid for all. He paid for all. And it's such an amazing thing that I can be completely clean. But back to that exchange, what we try to do is we try to bring mud and give it to him. That's what our good works are. The Bible says that our our works, our righteousnesses, the things that we think are good, that we're going to bring to pay for our sin, 
The Bible says they're filthy rags. They're filthy rags. I simply can't be good enough to pay for my sin. I can't do it. I can't help him. I can't cooperate with Jesus in my salvation. There's only one person up on that cross, and that was Jesus Christ. And if he didn't have to do it, if I could be saved, if I could have eternal life, then his death was a waste. But he died on the cross so that I could have salvation personally and individually. Again, every Christian believes that Jesus Christ was born of a virgin. He lived a sinless life. He died on the cross, was buried for three days, and then he rose from the dead proving that he was and is God. Every Christian believes that. The difference is understanding that he did it for me personally. And an intellectual understanding of what happened is different than me. Jim Alter getting on my knees, bowing before that king and saying, Lord Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner and there's no way for me to go to heaven. But you died on the cross to pay for my sin. Forgive me for my sin and be my savior. See, that's something completely different than just acknowledging that Jesus Christ is Lord. Acknowledging that he's the savior. It's different than just singing joy to the world. And I'm glad we get to sing joy to the world. But there's something different when I come to him personally and I apply that sacrifice to my life individually and personally. You see, it's like this. All of us live a life. We're born. We have our life story. And then we die. At some point in that life story, we must be born again. Jesus Christ said that you must be born again. That's not something that's a process. Now, you ladies that have had children, aren't you glad it's not a process? Amen. Can you imagine if labor lasted for, say, 15 years? That would be a bummer. And the new birth is the same way. It happens at a point in time. I once was lost. Now I'm found. I once was blind. Now I see. I once was going to hell. Now I get to go to heaven because Jesus Christ's blood has been applied to my account. Do you know that no one, no one has to spend an eternity apart from God in hell? No one has to. The Bible says, and he's the propitiation for our sins. That's the satisfaction. That's the satisfactory payment. And he's the propitiation for our sins and not for our sins only, but for the sins of the whole world. He died for the whole world. The Bible says he tasted death for every man. But that doesn't mean everybody's going to heaven. The Bible says it this way. There's only two kinds of people in the world. He that hath the Son hath life. And he that hath not the Son hath not life. How do you get the Son? The great gift exchange. He gives you a gift. The Bible says for the wages of sin is death. But... The gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. What do you have to do to get a gift? Just receive it. Some of you have given us wonderful gifts. I get to enclose my garage and have a bigger shop. What did I have to do to get that? Just to receive it. Just accept your graciousness to me. What do you have to do to have eternal life? Work really hard. No, 
The wages of sin is death. You know what you get for working hard? You get to go to hell. What do you have to do to have eternal life? Just receive the gift. Just take it. Do you know what you exchange? Your sin for His righteousness. It can't be that easy. Remember what Jesus said. And said, Verily I say unto you, Except you be converted and become as little children, you shall not enter the kingdom of heaven. Hey, kids, how many of you believe that Jesus Christ died for your sins? And you believe that He rose from the dead. Do you believe He rose from the dead? If you did, raise your hand. They don't have any doubt. Do you believe that Jesus died for your sins? And that if you, re you receive His gift of eternal life, that He'll save you? If you become as one of these little children, you'll get to have eternal life. Dear Heavenly Father,